Welcome to the Muckle Teal Football Show. My name is Miles. The playoffs have started. The wild card weekend has been initiated. The Texans run away from the Browns. The Chiefs freeze the fish on this Saturday. We got three straight double headers because the Bills Steelers game tomorrow has been moved uh, due to uh, uh, significantly inclement weather. Uh, to Monday, we're going to have back-to-back-to-back doubleheaders, and I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Uh, but let's start. Let's start. Saturday morning, the playoffs kick off at NRG Stadium in Houston. Is it an eventful start, an eventful first half? I mean, the first 20 minutes of the game had 370 total yards. We had like five lead changes. The Texans struck back every time. The Browns had two big touchdown drives, and the Texans strike back, strike back. It's just C.J. Stroud playing well, Joe Flacco hitting big plays. Um, Right before the half, C.J. Stroud uh, uh, takes it from 17-14 to 24-14. And it was like just C.J. Stroud had control of this game. man. It was just like... The Texans really want to go up 10 <laughs> before the half. And he misses a bomb, a deep bomb to Nico. Just doesn't Nico Collins doesn't quite connect. He had a great game, but not on the, on that play. And then there was a big holding penalty that negated a big Devin Singletary run inside the five. And then CJ Stroud just gets the touchdown anyway. Third time's a charm. They're up 10. And I just that is like a sign of a good quarterback, man. Just stuff goes wrong, but just still get the touchdown. Pretty cool. Uh, Joe Flacco um, trying to get something going in the second half. Third quarter, they're driving a little bit, and he just lobs one up. Bad throw picked by Steven Nelson, who returns at 82 yards for a touchdown. It looked like oh, just like a desperation lob. I guess, you know, I, I, lob is the best word I can, I can use for it. Uh, and that's my third time saying lob on this podcast four times. Now he was trying to avoid the sack. He's getting it out. The announcers actually disagreed on what even happened. They thought maybe it was a check down to Njoku that had gone wrong and he'd overthrown it. And the other thought it was a ball that he was trying to throw out of bounds, but didn't get enough on it. Just the fact that we're not sure should tell you what kind of throw this was. A lob. (laughs) 82-yard pick six. Browns fans down 17, not feeling good. Flacco not feeling good. Walks back out there in their field. Third and one. Kareem Hunt gets stuffed. Rookie Will Anderson. Uh, Remember the third overall pick. C.J. Stroud gets all the headlines as the second overall pick for the Texans. But that defensive man, Will Anderson, playing pretty dang well. So get fourth and two. Pick six, <laughs> Joe Flacco, Christian Harris, 36 yards. And that was a pure lock on and stare down. Harris read it the whole way. Um, I mean, hey, Flacco did throw eight interceptions in five games. 
during what everyone called a hot streak. And it was a hot streak, but no major surprise. This guy's turning the ball over. And the game just got out of control from there. Now down 24. CJ Stroud got a, another big drive, ended up with a singletary touchdown, I believe, up 31. You know, Houston just ran away with this until it was 45 to 14. Davis Mills was in the game with nine minutes and 22 seconds left in the fourth quarter while the announcers were talking about CJ Stroud's dating life in Houston. <laughs> just a wild <laughs> turn of events, blowout. And the Browns are gone. Yeah, Kirk and I picked both picked the Texans. Um, so pat ourselves on the back there. Uh, and we'll, we'll have a lot of chance to talk more about the Texans as we, as we go forward here. But the Browns, you know, this is a bummer. This was kind of the Jim Brown year. They all had the 32 on their, on their, there's been so much going on. You forget about Jim Brown's passing and just sort of like they had a, just a, a, such a sturdy defense and they had so much good luck going the way. I think back to those PJ Walker games where they honestly, the refs, you know, kind of screwed it up, but in their favor, when does that happen for the Browns in their favor? <laughs> and all that luck happens in the same season where they lose their starting quarterback. They lose Nick Chubb. They lose both their starting tackles. They still get to the playoffs. They're still favored in the wild card round. But Joe Flacco is kind of masking what I think we all knew before Joe Flacco seduced us with volume passing yards. We all knew the Browns were going to lose in the wild card round. <laughs> if you would go back to Thanksgiving, ask somebody Joe Flacco off the couch or CJ Stroud having historic rookie year, everyone would say CJ Stroud. Kirk and I still did. The whole of NFL Network picked the Browns, like eight of them. I love Rich Eisen's like, let's take a picture next to this since, since clearly it's going to be screenshot by Texans fans if they win. Props to you, Rich Eisen, one of my favorites. Um, but Kirk and I didn't. We picked Texans. Uh, yeah. Is this the end of Flacco? I don't know. I mean, we already thought we had the end of Flacco, right? <laughs> I mean, he just kind of has been on a slow sink from relevance ever since he was, he was benched for Lamar Jackson in 2019 and sort of floated up and around for, for four years. He came back for this and, and maybe it is it. Um, gosh, I'm old enough to remember when Joe Flacco was the rookie winning playoff games, a 2008 Ravens team. That was John Harbaugh's first year. Remember, they beat the, the Pennington, the Chad Pennington Dolphins, and then they, the Ravens, with rookie Joe Flacco, went into Tennessee, beat the, the Thunder and Lightning, Chris Johnson, Lendale White Titans. Then they lost the AFC title game, which is one of my favorite memories, actually. Ravens, Steelers, 2008 AFC title game in, in uh, Seaside, Oregon. I like split off from my friends because we just weren't paying enough attention uh, to the Eagles, uh, Cardinals. NFC Championship. So when the AFC Championship came out, I like found my own place to watch it, a dive bar, which had these old TVs. It's like time travel, you know, just watching hard Nord, hard AFC North football. Flacco was definitely not the story <laughs> of that game, but he was a rookie at that time. Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, James Harrison, Troy Polamalu, what a treat. Um, yeah, Flacco was along for the ride back in 2008, admirably performing as a rookie. CJ Stroud today, goodness, he is not along for the ride. He is driving this. I mean, CJ Stroud looks so good today. This is going to sound crazy, but I actually think 
<laughs> even though we're about to go into a week with a lot of CJ Stroud hype, I actually think he's going to lose a little shine from his performance in this game because of the two pick sixes, because of the fact that one of his touchdowns and a big chunk of his yards was that that uh, touchdown to Brevin, which is mostly yards after a catch. He did get his eyes upfield quickly. A lot of quarterbacks don't do that. Um, but, you know, there might be just a little bit of like, oh, the Texans are our whole team. But Stroud was amazing today. Calm, controlled, just sharp. He's got the whole team behind him. Uh, I already said it. This is this is like a repeat of what I said after the, the Colts game. But Stroud could have done more, I think. And just, he would have. I just believe it. This guy's real, man. This guy is absolutely real. Uh, and uh, looking forward to watching him next week and wherever they go. All right, let's go to the, the Saturday night game. The Kansas City Chiefs freeze the fish. Defeat the Miami Dolphins 26-7 in Arrowhead Stadium. Negative 7 degrees. Crazy wind chill numbers. Oh, man. It didn't look like the Dolphins wanted to be there. The defense played well, you know, in the in the red zone. And, you know, you've got to imagine that, uh, you know, Miami, um, without all the injuries, maybe puts up a little bit more of a fight. But... They were just overmatched. Um, this game actually, 26-7, it could have been a lot, a lot worse. Um, they drove that first that first drive. Mahomes and the Chiefs just drove right down for a touchdown. That's probably at the same time where many fans are screaming at each other. Who knows how many fights across America screaming at each other, remotes in hand, saying, where the hell is the game? <laughs> because this game was on Peacock, an app. And I can't imagine how many my dad and Kirk and I talking about what would we have done to get Grandpa Will to download? The, how would we have even gotten him over in Montana with the app <laughs> set up? <laughs> Just impossible. Um, and I love the advertisers like now for the first time ever, peak football is on Peacock. It's like like there's fans who are like on peacock only and they're like oh finally football's coming like what the heck are you talking for the first finally all of this is for some fat corporate cat making some quarter one powerpoint you know it's gonna say like a big graph of new subscribers uh to peacock and it's gonna it's like the fourth bullet point is gonna be the nfl playoff game they're gonna no not a huge mention the fact that they held an nfl playoff game hostage to do this be like, people come for our company culture <laughs> and our original programming. <laughs> it's the PowerPoint from this guy. Um, yeah, Chiefs dominated the first quarter. They got another field goal up 10 0. Um, the cold clearly affecting Miami more. And I, Rodney Harrison was, was on it. He said the Dolphins are talking too much about how the cold doesn't bother them. They're dancing out there. They're saying it should be colder. They're talking and talking and talking about the chiefs. Like Andy Reid didn't even want it. Like who cares what the weather is? You know, this, the cold was bad and the dolphins were like in denial about it. They're like a guy, you know, like you you take your guy friend out and he's like talking about how much fun he's having. He's not even thinking about his old girlfriend. You know, it's like, you clearly are, <laughs> you clearly are. Um, 
Yeah, the cold was bad. God, negative seven degrees. Of the, you could see the, the air out of every puff of breath from either a dolphin chief or sideline personnel. Um, you know, they always bring up Packers, Cowboys, 1967 Ice Bowl. This wasn't the Ice Bowl. Nothing will ever be the Ice Bowl. Even if you do get down to negative 13 degrees, it won't be the Ice Bowl because the ice bowl was part mother nature. Yeah, negative 13 degrees. That's colder, objectively. Part mother nature, part man-made idiocy. Because they did the the heating coils just like under, under Arrowhead Stadium. Lambeau Field had that. They put a tarp over it. Which <laughs> These two things combined were not good. Heating coils, tarp over the field. It had slowly moved condensation up to the top of the grass. They removed the tarps in negative 13 degree weather and it flash froze the playing service. That's why the ice bowl was so dangerous and so different. This one, they didn't put a tarp over it first, or at least they know how to do it. There's still, the field was at least somewhat soft. You know, it'll never be the ice bowl is my point. That said, never forget. What is happening in front of you from the comfort of your living room? I got a cold Coors Light here. That's the coldest thing in my hand. We're nice and toasty. Got the thing turned up to 69 degrees. Got to make sure the baby Waylon upstairs is getting heated. You know, he's, he's crawling around, you know, he didn't get to watch the second half. Maybe when he's older, he'll be like, why didn't I? Uh, <laughs> but um, never forget like what these, these guys are doing out there. You know, all the, all the players, this crazy that they're out there playing a game that is so violent like this, the pain tolerance, just the brutality of it props to everybody out there, man, never lose that perspective. Um, Pacheco was running hard. Mahomes looking as good as any quarterback can look in negative temperatures. Got his 36 playoff touchdown to Rasheed Rice and that, 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 uh, first quarter touchdown, you're thinking, what can the Dolphins even do? And as the announcers debated that, Mike Tirico, Jason Garrett, to start the second quarter, they said, well, they should get Tyreek Hill involved. That's what the Dolphins should do. And they did. Tyreek Hill got a, a, a quick uh, slant, 10-yard play to the right. That was his first catch of the game right at the start of the second quarter. And then the big touchdown where he just burned McDuffie. And Tua threw up, I mean, what was really a wounded duck. <laughs> I joked on the internet. That wasn't just he's down there somewhere. It was, he'll come back and get this wounded duck, right? <laughs> but because Tyreek Hill had had burned McDuffie so bad, he was the only one like looking back at the ball. So it worked out just fine. Um, why not just take a shot to Tyreek Hill every drive? Why did they ever try anything else? Dolphins? I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe that was the only time they got him in single coverage because he did at least appear to be in single coverage on that touchdown. Made it 10-7. We're thinking, ooh, cool. Um, yeah, why didn't they just take more shots? I mean, I guess really this this McDaniels is like has a kind of a weird personality and, and you know, we all love him. And he has said, like, matter of fact, I just I just told two I believe in him. And I do believe in him. You know, like just very, very matter of fact. No, you don't. 
I'm calling uh, bullshit on that, McDaniels, because Andy Reid clearly came out in this ice bowl type of condition, trusting Pat Mahomes to do the right thing. McDaniels had a whole first quarter plan without Tua involved at all, at all. (laughs) It was like play without a quarterback type of game plan. And then finally they got desperate and and did this Tyreek thing. And then, you know, unraveled from there, uh, you know, chiefs, they're trying to, trying to go run away with the game. There were some penalties on them that, that, uh, you know, some good, some bad, the dolphins red zone defense props to all the, all the dolphins defenders, all those backups, they kept the chiefs out of the, out of the end zone, but the chiefs just kept inching away into the second half, 13 to seven, 16 to seven, 19 to seven. Uh, Mikul Hardman just playing horribly. God, he's just horrific out there. Just him, MVS, and Kadarius Tony, just stooges. And I feel like when you play with a quarterback like Mahomes, that's especially exposed because you're getting a lot more opportunities. Um, eventually, the Chiefs did put together a drive that that uh, was the final score, twenty six seven. I think that was it's the early fourth quarter, late late third, early fourth. Um, aided by a, a roughing the passer call that's controversial. Uh, there's actually two roughing the passer calls. One was just fine, by the way. The player, the dolphin, went low on the legs of Mahomes. That's a call every time. But many fans, because the second one was questionable at best, it basically looked like uh, any play ever. <laughs> I don't even really get what happened. You know, he pushed him down, but not super late. Um, you can't put both of those. One was good. One was bad. Uh, Pacheco gets the touchdown after that. I mean, we're going to say chiefs, you know, the whole internet's like chiefs, you know, getting help from the refs again. It's like, okay, well fine. Say it's 22 to seven and say 26 to seven. If it makes you feel better, you know? Um, yeah, I don't think it really mattered. And I also don't think the chiefs defense or I'm sorry, the chiefs offense was anything special. We shouldn't take, this performance and extrapolate it forward. Um, we should we should appreciate what Mahomes did in the cold. We should appreciate what Isaiah Pacheco did in the cold. Twenty four carries, eighty nine yards, just running hard. Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney, Smith, that interior line. Just shout out to them. Rasheed Rice, the only pass catcher sparking off the screen. Even Travis Kelsey, you know, decent game, but he looked cold and slow. Sorry, Taylor Swift. Um, better luck. Better luck next time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So uh, let's close it out with the Dolphins. We've got plenty of time to talk about the Chiefs and and what this offensive performance meant going forward, since they'll be playing next weekend. But the Dolphins' future's still bright, if, especially if McDaniel's and Vic Fangio return, both sides of the ball, well coached. Um, get another. Another dice roll on, on injury there because they really, you know, took a took a, a heavier hit than normal. They need all their roster and all their good players to do because Tua is 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 a nothing. I mean, he, he's. <laughs> I we don't have to pretend like Tua is elite anymore. I'm I am so tired of watching Tua in big games, man. I mean, this game was was pathetic. I mean, his touchdown to Tyreek Hill was a wobbling duck. And the entire rest of his first half yardage was that. It was just the, the wobble duck to Tyreek Hill, a 6'2 yarder. 
and then some first half yardage in the final 13 seconds when the Chiefs are in full prevent. And the rest of the game, nothing. Nothing until it didn't matter. You can add this to last week's Bills game when he just disappeared. Eagles, week seven, Sunday Night Football. The Germany game with the Chiefs. Last year, Chiefs Chiefs and Chargers, Sunday Night Football. The 49ers game. Christmas Day with the Packers. I mean, I hate to pile on, but this is like eight, nine, ten big games where Tua, we're all supposed to watch him and he's supposed to be good, right? And he sucks. He's gone. He's invisible. I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard. And uh, the Dolphins will, they'll roll with him because I think he, like like Dak, like Dak Prescott, he can, he can get up to that level. If all his pieces stay together, he can definitely sustain an elite offense, but he can't do it. He can't be, be the elite offense um, like we're meant to believe from some Dolphins fans. Um, but hey, this is Chiefs night. You know, dunk the hot chocolate over Andy Reid, thaw that walrus mustache out, and celebrate. Warm up, Kansas City. Warm up. All right, we'll be back Sunday. Huge games tomorrow. Minus Miles. Good night.